Welcome to Wine with Witches. I'm Megan. And I'm Nicole. And we are here to chat about our magical practices. From shiny rocks. To our favorite fermented grapes. And all things metaphysical. You'll hear about how we apply our practices in our businesses and everyday lives to enrich the lives of those around us and ourselves. To join the conversation online and get updates on Wine with Witches, follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Episodes are sponsored by thekeepdowntown.com. Let's decant some magic. Cheers. Cheers. Witches. what's up welcome back <laughs> welcome back where did we go i to the moon like <laughs> several times yeah to bourbon street to the keys to vegas to i don't know we've been world traveling bandits and i'm fucking exhausted yeah just a little bit tired <laughs> just a little bit tired since the last time we talked to you guys since the last time you heard from us which was early october uh we've been we've been doing a lot mm -hmm. running yeah we had every intention of recording like right when we came back from new orleans um because there was some real fun stuff that happened there but uh it, you know it was like on to the next trip you went to vegas yep. we came back i went to the keys you went to fort lauderdale uh halloween and its entire week of Stuff. stuff so and we're just now feeling like we're getting our feet underneath us and next week's thanksgiving so you yeah. know fuck my life i guess <laughs> uh <laughs> no rest for the wicked yep as they say for but, sure um nola was awesome really loved doing that yeah with you and um i was actually peeking back at some pictures to remind myself what the hell happened when we were in <laughs> <laughs> because between shots on bourbon and uh vampire bars cafes and cafes and, uh -huh. and speakeasies and we the house of hoodoo yeah which is what i really wanted to bring up yes to the witches because you and i had like i was like a kid in a candy yeah, for real walked into for real place. if you haven't been to new orleans um of course there's tons of witchy voodoo shops like in the quarter where you know you can walk and and do that but we actually discovered an amazing shop called the house of hoodoo so i have to shout them out mm -hmm. um which was in the garden district right by our hotel and i loved it i thought it was just fantastic yeah i mean it not only did they have just a ton of uh materials for your craft and, agents yeah they, they, there was just there was there was so much i mean even there they had they had um you know for for those who are or maybe aren't familiar with it you know hoodoo's got a lot of connection to the catholic church as well um just from their history and they had beautiful shrines of the virgin mary and um a lot of the saints and to you know give offerings when you're there and just there there was definitely an authenticity that was really beautiful to see in the city um and was really awesome to to witness yeah and um we got an exclusive invite to a vampire speakeasy mm -hmm. while we were in the quarter and well we were super fun the most vamp present <laughs> so just for context we were we, we dressed up and uh, i mean 
for those of you who have met us, we, you know, can goth with the best of them. Um, and so we had a, like a fancy goth night out and, uh, hit up the vampire cafe afterwards. And because of our dress to impress, it was, uh, pretty evident that we were kind of part of that crew, um, versus some of your more average onlookers, I guess. Uh, and so we got to go to a really awesome speakeasy. I had, you know, an incredible tarot reading from someone at the speakeasy. Um, it really just had a lot of, yeah. And, and it was, it was quiet. It was nice. It wasn't really a chaotic place to go. It was just really good drinks. Um, really good conversation. So I would, I would definitely encourage it. I would almost say like, go back again and do it you know, everything else, but different, like, you yeah. know, like, like there was a couple spots I'd definitely go to again, but I feel like, you know, I could have definitely explored even more and yeah. spent even more time. It's like endless there yeah. here in New Orleans on what kind of shenanigans you can get into. And, um, and boy, do we know how to get into shenanigans? Yeah. We've just, you know, we find our way. We find our way. <laughs> we might know a thing or two. Yeah. And we, we were uh, really happy to host the witches night out yeah. as well. When we got back from that, where we had many of our listeners join us for their own tarot readings by us, which I thought was really cool. Um, nice turnout that we had there. And then we did a similar thing at the dark arts spectacle at the max, which was fun. Yeah. And it was great to go out there and, you know, support local artists. I think what was really cool for our evening together um, was, you know, we had, street spirit jewelry with us which mm -hmm. i mean her megan stuff is just fantastic and it was a super great addition yep. um but we had a lot of different kinds of individuals in that you know it's you know your witches that are more seasoned and experienced and know more about the craft and you know had done tarot readings themselves or for others and then there was those who really hadn't even touched it um and just were really interested and excited to have a conversation about it and be kind of in a safe space um and that was really awesome yeah. um and so i'm i'm now that you know it's it's like cooler and i know the holiday season and chaos is coming back and around the corner but i'm hoping that you know we can have more of those things on a on a frequented basis regardless of the season or the holiday yeah. or just you know and um you know not to be that witch but <laughs> be that witch I, i'm gonna be that witch for just a <laughs> be second that witch. because i think Part of the community of, of witches and witchcraft um, is is some pretense, and um, it's interesting to me when I encounter someone who is spiritual or into you know the metaphysical world or you know does tarot who would like turn their nose up at a tarot reading from another witch or be kind of judgmental of somebody else's practice which mm -hmm. I, I interestingly got to experience recently and i was just kind of kind of um it's it's my it's almost mind-blowing I was, I was like whoa like that there that, that there should be like any kind of segregation or animosity towards anyone else for yeah. their practice like i and i and i know we talked about it afterwards too i i've never been of the mindset that you can't learn from other people ever, like regardless of how mastercraft you are in whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, I don't care if it's, you know, witchcraft or otherwise, like you can always learn from people to an yeah. extent. And like, this is something that, especially because it can be so personal, if you're doing tarot readings for yourself, someone else is doing tarot readings for you, like there, there's insight to glean from everybody. Oh, yeah. Um, so 
Well, I just wanted to mention that because I know we've got a lot of new connections with our local witch community with um, some online connections that we've made. And and I'm really excited to continue exploring are, them. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to connect with, with those uh, folks that are in the, the Mary County Witches and Pagans group that we joined. But um, to those of you that are listening in, our newer listeners or that have been with us for a while, we will never, ever judge your level of witchness. <laughs> you could be a baby witch. You could be my grandma. I'm going to look <laughs> at you and love you no matter what. I'll read your tarot no matter who you are. And uh, hopefully we can, you know, find that that spark and that connection that happens magically between um, like-minded people who are, are spiritual and, and, and in that way. So anyway, it's all love, baby. not throwing shade, just uh, reinforcing my personal love and acceptance of, of those who are, you know, exploring their, their craft and their path. Yep. It's all love. It's all love. Yep. So as you know, we are wine with witches, which is drinking wine, wine and other libations depending on the day. <laughs> Um, but if you, if you ask her partners, it's Malort or yeah. absinthe or, you know, <laughs> it's Patron. But, uh, what, whatever, you know, is handed to us in the moment, but we won't go there. We won't no. go there. We won't go there. But, um, we want to thank the keep downtown.com of course, for always coming through as our wine sponsor .com. and, uh, Mark had, uh, a wine that he you know, has recently been pouring in the shop. It's a red blend from Spain called, I don't know exactly how to pronounce it. Called, yeah. I think that if I'm saying it correctly, it's Atalaya Laya 2019. It's a red blend from Spain. Uh, like I said, it's actually like a Grenache and, um, what else we got in here? It's a uh, monastrel. So, you know, it, it's going to be a, a deep red wine, dark, almost opaque. They uh, talk a little bit about the inkiness and the tannins. Mm -hmm. So when we roll this around on the glass, you're going to see those legs like really stick to the sides of the glass and smelling some black uh licorice espresso berries and other like dark fruits you can get like on the nose there so it's like a hint of black tea too yeah yeah black tea is in there um lots of different like a blend there of those spanish grapes and this was actually given a, a 90 point score so that's really nice and um so if you're looking for a glass of a nice spanish red the Atalaya Laya 90 pointer is what we have been sipping on this evening and uh, really excited about that. Could see it definitely pairing with a yummy piece of chocolate cake. Mm -hmm. um, you know, not that I just have chocolate cake or candy every time I drink red wine. But... <laughs> I was going to say that's, I mean, it's, it's a common reoccurrence, but rightfully so. Yeah. 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 That got me into like some, cause you're right. I, hadn't thought of that until you said it and now i'm like fuck i want like german chocolate cake oh. like something like yeah deep and rich <laughs> no but it's a really good um I, I feel like you're you know we're in that season i mean regardless you know i love something full body dry um and we're in that season where it gets to really have the spotlight 
Um, so we get the, the cooler nights rolling in, um, teased us over this weekend and now it's warming up, which fuck you, Florida, but I, know, I, worked, <laughs> I, I, I put my hoodie on before I left and it was cool and it was like 79 degrees and I'm like, like shit, yes, I'm committed to the hoodie now. Damn it. Now I'm sweating. But I have like, okay literally so much candy still left from halloween we decided to opt for the full-size candy bars which we had quite a few trick-or-treaters we had a little crew over at the house and had a, a nice fire out back and some bunch of different types of food and really lovely uh Samhain gathering you know to to celebrate but now i'm eating a candy bar a damn day bitch <laughs> I ate a Twix today. I had an almond Hershey yesterday, and there's like still like ten candy bars. Oof. It's bad. You gotta you gotta slow down. I need to throw it, them in the trash. You don't. We don't need to rush it though. <laughs> like, also, you j- you're literally over my house, bitch. Where'd you bring my my candy? Like, candy, you should have brought me a couple. But All I'm saying, you know like, honestly, share the love. Though, honestly, though, we're down to kind of like the last big ones. We'll see. Not those last choice candy bars, you know. All the Reese's are gone. All the Snickers are gone. You ain't got a Snickers. <laughs> How about a Kit Kat? <laughs> I'm a marine biologist. Oorah. Oorah. You know, it don't surprise me that you ain't got no candy for the children. <laughs> okay. Oh that's, no, that's that a is... tangent we don't need to go down, and that's an inside joke. So, if y'all enjoy, uh. Just crude, crude humor. awful humor, sick animation. Just uh, go go look that the up Halloween on YouTube. Episode. Go look it up on YouTube and thank us later. I dare you to watch the Halloween <laughs> episode. Of sick animation. Oh yeah. my gosh, I feel it. So I know that we're like going all over the place because life has taken us all over the place. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I I will say I'm really happy to be like kind of home and a little bit more steady even coming up on holiday season like i just i feel like there's a lot less going on overall at least for me personally i don't usually have a ton that i'm trying to get done for thanksgiving i don't host yeah we don't really go anywhere um so that definitely helps but also it's definitely been a weird week like i think this full moon coming up on friday um really has made my mindset different and i've kind of gone into a little bit of a hermit mode um and it was funny because i i had actually had a conversation with austin earlier this week about how i didn't like i was i've been feeling off and it's really hard to pinpoint and describe for a number of reasons but he jokingly said he's like which moon is doing what or which planet is doing what (laughs) you're feeling like this and right right, and i was like jokes on you i really don't know and i genuinely had lost track of anything calendar related because i like i really have not been like very grounded in in craft or anything else i've been just so sporadic um which i've tried to focus on over the past few days and it was funny because i was like oh shit, there is a full moon coming up oh it's the Taurus full moon. Oh, it's like an eclipse. Oh, we're also in Scorpio season. Oh, everything makes a lot more sense all of a sudden. And that's why it's good to stop and reflect on those types of things that are happening because, you know, that can, it can affect us 
the, the planets and the stars are so powerful and the, and the moon, it, it's all so powerful in our lives that it really does have an effect on us. Well, and I also think like there's something to be said for doing the inner work too. And just like, I mean, regardless of whatever the time of year is, how you're feeling, like you have to go introspective. Yeah. Um, and I know that because we've been so busy, I literally have just, it's so easy to take the things that help invest in yourself and put them on the back burner to take care of life and other people and everything else. And it's like, I, I know, I know I do it. You do it a lot. And we've probably got a lot of people in the same boat that are of the same mindset where it's really easy to let go of yourself and your need. That's going to fill other people's cup and, you know, even your cup down the road yeah. if it, it's so easy to put that on the back burner when it really shouldn't be like that should be the prioritized thing yeah. so well i wanted to personally thank you for being your true tourist self the past <laughs> weekend because i was trying to get pulled to go out of town again few different directions and I was trying <laughs> to get you on board with me and I did and I felt mean I will I will straight up say like I felt like the bad guy of being like I I don't want to go anywhere and I don't want to do anything and but I honestly like that is exactly what needed to happen yeah <laughs> I thought I was like I'm like I'm so fucking glad Nicole stuck to her guns because we all would have been drunk passed out in pensacola somewhere and uh i'm really glad i'm at home with my dogs yeah like that's that's it like i just i was like i like i, I love everyone and i love having group outings and there's so much that i i do enjoy about it but and and it's wild because i for so long was the person that was like you know, fuck it, YOLO. Yeah. And I and I and I don't want FOMO, right? Like I don't <laughs> want to be the one that's like that's YOLO, yeah. FOMO. FOMO. Like exactly. Like YOLO, no FOMO. But like <laughs> I don't want to be the person that brings anybody down. I don't want to be the Debbie Downer. I don't want to be uh as so kindly put sometimes bratty, <laughs> even though it does shine through. But I I knew I knew flat out if I were went anywhere last weekend, I would have been Yeah. The bratty bitch and i was like no we're not i can't i'm not doing it eh, well that's good <laughs> self-awareness and um sometimes we need the earth sign to come in and save us especially all of us fire signs that have no y'all fucking fire signs <laughs> i can't i'm like oh i need i need i need eight gallons of water to put out you bitches <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> but i love you i couldn't live without you yeah well what else you got to say about this moon coming up? Well, so th there's there's just a couple of things that for me uh, really stood out. Just kind of looking at this full moon, um, you know, like I said, it's it's in the sign of Taurus. We've got kind of a, a eclipse coming through with it as well, um, which makes this a little bit different than uh, you know your normal full moons. You're going to focus a lot more on that resting and grounding, which does all in line really well with Taurus. One of the interesting things to me um, that, that I thought was cool, this is the first time since 2014 that we've had an eclipse uh, during a Taurus moon, full moon. Wow. So when what I, I, what's interesting about that is because it's with pairing with Scorpio over the next couple of years, we're going to see Taurus and Scorpio eclipses a lot. Um, and so what we're experiencing right now in this season of our lives, whatever that is, we're definitely going to want to note and reflect upon 
because there's going to be consistent themes over the next couple of years. So unlike your normal uh, full moons or or moon cycles, this is something that's kind of interesting. It's going to carry on a little bit longer. Um, And so I think that it's really important that, you know, we take the time of um, really shed it, understanding what this cosmic spotlight is, is sending. Um, you know, it's a full eclipses are full moons on steroids. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, you, you've got your, you know, opportunity for, you know, big endings, huge shifts, uh, you know, sudden chapter ends and, and just being able to embrace that, um, and letting go of what's not serving you. Um, so with that, um, you know, it's kind of taking what Scorpio, normally would say is your shadow self and doing that inner work while also staying grounded um and not letting it's a it's a very delicate balance because you don't want to stay so grounded i guess and and you know taurus is uh, the the self-care guru uh (laughs) which i'm all about um but don't allow it to be the distraction i guess from doing the inner work like you have to have the balance of like you can go too deep into the inner work and get lost in yourself and get super emo, which I'm uh, right there with it. But like, <laughs> there's a very delicate balance of it that needs yeah. to be experienced in order to get the most out of this time period. Um, the other part too, with this um, with this moon, it's called the Beaver Moon. Beaver, uh, <laughs> be Beaver Boys. Why? I, I think of so many things with the word beaver. I like, think I can't. Yeah. Uh-uh. We, yeah. I don't want to say we're PC because we're definitely not, <laughs> but I won't go down the other roads that yeah, that could yeah, take us. Could um, take us anyway, it goes back to the almanac. <laughs> <laughs> I did say that. The For the, con- yeah. Almanac. Like, let's go back to the original context. Um, <laughs> no, but I think because it, it's cool that it ties back to that, because again, we, we go back to, how much in nature everything with moon cycles ties to how much impacts and that's part of the reason that we're so impacted we are part of nature and the grand universe and all the grand scheme of things um but it's called the beaver moon because the beavers are looking for kind of their hibernation time um so definitely uh opportunity to kind of stock up take stores prepare for the winter um a reminder that it is coming winter is coming winter is and it's pretty much upon us. Um, but you know, take, take stock and take store of what you have in your life and your household, um, to prepare for the longer roads that we're going to see into the, into the new year. Yeah. I think that's like an interesting kind of, um, idea with the Scorpio season also falling with this fever moon, uh, you know, taking stock of your inventory when we're thinking about elements scorpio is a water sign and mm-hmm. a lot of people don't realize that they think scorpio is a fire sign because of its sort of volatile nature but it's but act- if you know a scorpio oh, yeah. like water sign totally makes totally. sense but you know part of the element of water is cleansing mm-hmm. purification purging like that's that's kind of like sort of the theme is like getting rid of anything that's in your life that is you know weighing you down holding you back from your full potential if that's your goal is to meet your full potential you have to kind of evaluate 
your behaviors and mm-hmm. what's been happening in your life that is, how'd you say it? Not serving you, mm-hmm. not serving you. <laughs> um, so I think that's a really good way to kind of just, you know, mention this is all happening. What Friday? Yeah. So it's, it's Friday. Um, there, there's a lot of, I mean, I could go even deeper with some of the planetary alignment. It's squaring off with Jupiter, which has a lot of connotations of luck and optimism, which is really awesome because yeah. you can do that in her work and, um, you know, whatever your kind of intention setting with yourself outside of that, you know, really has a great opportunity of, of being successful if it's done wholeheartedly and meant well. So there's just a lot of things happening with this full moon that, um, I think is a really great opportunity for people to just take some to- solitude to themselves and, um, but also don't, don't seclude yourself so much that you're not aware of your surroundings. Like you can, you know, b- go out and socialize and, you know, be with people and learn from those things, but, um, don't give too much of yourself. Well, and, and that's okay for, I think from a timing perspective, you've got a few days to work on your storage while we finish up the Scorpio season, as we pass through the beaver full moon and the eclipse, because you know what's coming around the corner in just a few days. Mm-hmm. That is what we call Sagittarius season. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> this bitch is ready for it. It just so happens to be my season. Um, you know, so I just, I'm really stoked that it's coming around the bend. Um, but yeah, in in light of the, uh, you know, Scorpio season coming to an end and this full moon and lunar eclipse, I, I wanted to discuss, uh, a, a tarot card that has popped into my life that I think is pertinent and kind of goes with, uh, the rest of this, uh, concept, which is the hanged man. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to turn the dial over to the tarot side of things because I pulled the hangman myself yesterday, which is the 12th card in the major arcana in the tarot, which means typically something big is in the works or it's like, a, a you know, something that has a, a important emphasis on your life or something to think about. And um, the hangman, you know, it's a dude hanging upside down by his foot. And the concept is that he's not hanged in, in the like mortal sense, but that he is seeing his life from a different perspective. And it asks the, it asks you to surrender, sacrifice, let go and pause and just really try to look at your situation from that different perspective. And it's oftentimes interpreted as a depiction of the Norse god Odin, who um, suspended himself from a tree to gain knowledge. So um, for me, you know, I think this is really like telling me to get back to like the roots of some of my practice, some, you know, you know, to, to me, I, I did an hour of yoga last night out of kind of nowhere, which I haven't done in a long time because I said, That's pretty I haven't cool. seen that, per- that I haven't been in that perspective in so long. Right. It's time. I feel like it really is an opportunity to pause, breathe, change my perspective and understand what I need to surrender, what I need to sacrifice. And that is a big part of purging, Mm -hmm. you know, through this season. And, um, I just think it's a really important concept to 
acknowledge and stand by and to just learn a little bit more about that tarot card. You know, if you see the hanged man in your reading, it's not a bad major arcana by any means. It's, it's definitely a sign for you to take a step back, take a deep breath and, um, you know, just take a moment to evaluate before you move forward with whatever your action plan is. Yeah. I mean, I think it's good to take stock before you decide like, Hey, I'm going to, you know, move forward with something new on my plate. Um, and to get back to basics. I mean, the lot, I feel like a lot of that just comes back to grounding for me. Um, yeah. when I, when I think, I, I think grounding sometimes gets really, um, the waters get muddied because people think of it in a very like physical way, um, or has to be some kind of like, I'm like touching grass situation, <laughs> touch grass. Um, <laughs> never said that to me. I've never told you to go touch grass. Yeah. Um, but, and it, and it can mean that, but grounding to me is a very centering component where it's part of that inner work and, and you understanding like what your true self is, what, what means and matters to you the most. Um, and so when you have like hanged man component in there, um, that, that metamorphosis and breaking old patterns, like sometimes it's just going back to basics. Yeah. For me, I felt like very, very pulled to going back to basics and just hitting the mat. Yeah. Stretching, getting into child's pose and sitting there for five minutes, you know, just like I am going, 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 going so often that it really does take an intentionality in my life for me to slow down. Yeah. To like pause. Yeah. I was going to say, I know when we're together, I don't really see you sit. So <laughs> like, that's just not a thing. Who sits? Unless we're watching Home Alone. Oh yeah. Home, home sweet Home Alone. We just finished watching together here. Y'all just- a, As a kickoff to the holiday season. Just don't, just, just don't. <laughs> Just don't. Nicole's not a fan. Macaulay Culkin's not in it for the record. It's not about not being a fan. It was just, it was, it was so basic Hallmark movie for me. I just, I couldn't, it was, God, it was cheesy, but. Well, I loved enjoying it with you. I love enjoying wine and recording wine with witches with you. And I'm so glad that we got to get back to it tonight. I am too. I, I like, we talk about back to basics. This is it, right? This is it. Like this is yeah. what I, I, had said it earlier this past week. I was like, "We're fucking recording. We're doing it." Come <laughs> hell or high water. Like we were gonna do it last night, and I was like, "We're nah, gonna do it last night." I was like, mm, "Fucking come over here." Can't do it. You messaged me earlier, and you were like, "Just tell me whenever." I was like, "Bitch, get your ass here." Just come on. Oh. Well, we have just a few more seconds left to bid you all adieu. So on that note, you are beautiful. God, I miss saying this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> You are beautiful, magical, and have the power to manifest your reality. Cheers to that. Cheers.